everybody, how you doing? Welcome to another episode of the No Excuses Podcast. Chad, Andy, and Steve sitting around tonight, and uh, tonight we're going to talk about Andy, because I have talked way too much. Yes, uh, you have. It's the truth. So, this is the story of a wonderful young man. Of a man named... <laughs> Andy? Yeah. Who was bringing up one very lovely girl. I was born about... Uh, there's some discrepancy here, which really speaks to how much my parents... Uh, really care I guess. <laughs> I don't know. it's between eight and nine weeks they I'm did. sure if you really pressed my mom she would uh, she would figure it out so let's just go with eight and a half what uh, weeks weeks uh, what weeks premature oh early. premature not just like eight you weren't eight and a half weeks no because that would that would be a miracle very small that would be amazing okay so um, as a result of that um, I was diagnosed with uh, Cerebral. Yes, now you cerebral. have to say it right. We, we should explain to the internet, Andy has a very hard time saying his diagnosis. So anyways, yes, it's much better than, honestly, nine times out of ten when Andy says it, it comes out cerebral palsy. So cerebral palsy. So cerebral. What, does that, what does that mean for you? Because I know what it means for me, and I know what it means for my older brother, who I've spoken about on the podcast. Very, very different for uh, for everyone, really. So for me, it's a, um, I have a mild form of CP. It uh, affects my balance. Um my mobility, my fine motor skills. But beyond that, um, my lungs didn't develop properly, so I have a, uh, uh, essentially I have a shortness of breath. So that's the Coles Notes version of... Of, of, the, of the diagnosis. Of the diagnosis. Diagnoses, diagnoses. Um, so, uh, gosh, I met you at about eight years old, and we've talked about our kind of background on, on previous episodes, and I think Steve met you even earlier than that. Yeah, I stole a slender. You stole- I was born nine days after his birthday, two years later. So wow. you stole my thunder? Yeah, your birthday. You no longer have a birthday. It's a Steve, it's a Steve day. <laughs> Steve days are the best days. I can call you up and say happy Steve day next time. That's Any cool. day you want is awesome. a happy Steve day. <laughs> You're right. I don't have an individual birthday. It was Steve and Andy. Like, we mm-hmm. just combined everything. Oh, wow. So you guys had to you guys had to share birthdays? Yeah. That sucks. So Steve know. and I legitimately had birthdays nine nine days apart. So I, I understand. This is about a month. And we're two years apart, so I understand combining birthdays for that. Yes, but my sisters are a month apart. A month apart, but and six. But, but it's even like December, January, so it's not even like the same year. Oh wow, that's complicated then. Yeah, that's but, a but very beyond, Christmas is in there too. Wow. Yeah. So beyond that, so they six, got. Oh, they're six years apart, right? So, yeah. so if if they're combining birthdays, it's a little bit. More awkward than that. when, when Steve and I do it, right? So, after this, okay, let's let's oh, get into God. your. Um, you had I remember you had like this little. Oh, I don't even. It, it was like a door stop, that you stood on. <laughs> His name was Steve. No, no it wasn't a door. He couldn't catch me. Oh, nice. Well done. I guess so. Eh? He was always faster than you. Except for that one time. Did he actually catch you once? Yeah, I was trying to climb up. We had bunk beds. Yeah. And you were on top because you climbed little... better? Yeah, I don't think Andy could climb. That was my safe my safe zone. Your safe spot? I mean, everybody, whoever has a big brother knows that their big brother is a jerk. Tell the internet why you're on the top one because now the world is intrigued. There was that one time that Andy caught me. And I don't know what I was doing. Probably just being a younger brother. And I tried to climb and he caught up to me and slammed my pushed me into the bunk bed head first 
No, 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 no. And then I started to cry. No, no, and that's I, not I, what happened. Well, uh, this is from my view. You can't just say, dismiss it. Okay. And the, I don't know what I did. Anyway, I just remember crying that he told me to stop crying so that he wouldn't get in trouble. Your version is actually way better than what actually happened. Because is yours funnier? I don't know if it's funnier, but it's more accurate. Okay, so you tell yours, and then we will let the internet decide who was right. Yeah, Because what could go wrong with that? So, I I don't know what we were fighting about, but I did catch him. I turned him around so he wasn't climbing anymore, and our bunk beds were um, situated against the wall. Yeah. So I bounced his head off the wall. Oh, oh it was off the wall? Yeah. I right, See, I don't know. I probably had a concussion from it. Anyways, that was the only time, and then I got smart, and whenever we... Uh, had disagreements or fisticuffs, if you will. That's I a just, great word. Uh, would push him over and run. Nope, I didn't need to run. I just walked. Oh yeah. That's, Anyways, and and I mean, yeah, I'm gonna assume the vast majority of our listeners, maybe you have met Andy, but he's pretty easy to to push over. He falls easily. Mm-hmm. I do fall easily. I um, strong gust of wind will probably do it. A strong gust of wind, and that's not an exaggeration, but uh, yeah. So I want to chat today about you and what has brought you to sort of this point in your life and what you're doing these days. And um, so we've got your backstory now. And uh, what was the um, we've already talked about. I'm a a high school teacher here in the city. What was what was the high school experience like for Andy Moore? Let's get there before we continue on the journey. Yeah. Skip middle school. Oh, do I mean we didn't? We can go to middle school if you want. If you want to go back that far and talk, or just say what was your what I was mean, your school experience like? School wasn't bad for me, to be totally honest. I mean, it. Uh, I'm not gonna say it was sunshine and rainbows every day, but uh, yeah, it wasn't bad. I mean, I always had. I was gonna say, did you have a, a pack of friends that would watch your back? Yeah, I mean, um, how do I say this? Middle school people start to. I don't know. Middle school was a lot tougher for me than uh, elementary school. Yeah. Well, that's, there's also adolescence in there too, right? So, yeah, yeah that's for sure. So, so what kind of issues did you run into? So, I mean, uh, middle school, for those who don't have it, um, it bridges the gap between elementary school and high school. Mm-hmm. and uh, Which is grade 6, 7, six, seven, eight, six seven, 8. right. And um, I remember I walked into my homeroom. And uh, there was this dude, uh, he just said something about the way that I walk, and everybody, not everybody, a couple people laughed. And then um, there was this other guy, and all he said to me was like, so so what's your problem? Mm. Like, he wasn't... he wasn't being a jerk, he was just actually, like, legitimately asking. Yeah. And I said, oh... I have this, this, and whatever, right? And uh, so he goes back to the other guy who made the original comment, and he said, so he has, there's nothing you can do about the way he walks the same way. There's nothing you could do about that thing on your face that you call a nose, right? Nice. Well <laughs> played. Dude had, a, dude had a, a pretty big nose. So, um... At that point, I was like, "Oh, this this guy's all right, right?" Like, I like him. Uh, he's he's. he's this okay. is this would have been a new school, so nobody would have known you up to this point, right? Was there anybody in that class that had, that knew you and sort of knew your your swagger, as it were? Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say no, actually, yeah. to be completely honest, because um, 
I mean, there were there there were people in the school, but in my particular homeroom, I don't think. Looking back, I don't know that I knew anybody. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, like anybody in school, you're getting your bearings. You're starting to starting to figure figure a way around. Um, my older cousins were at that school, so that helped a little really? bit. Uh, yeah. Um, Was I the tail end then? Yeah, Timmy. Oh, Tim and Tom. Tim and Tom were there. Yeah. So that helped a little bit. Um, uh, it, um, but I remember I was going down. Um, I was walking to, to class, and this guy who had a stutter said something about the way that I walked. And me, <laughs> be, me being me, I answered him, but I stuttered, like, on purpose. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, what? So... He walked over and he's like, "Are you making fun of me?" And I was like, "Yeah, I, was like, I think I am." That's what we're doing, isn't it? And, you made fun uh, of me. I made fun of you back. Touche. Now we're friends. No, it wasn't. did we just become best friends? No, it wasn't. The, it was no. the opposite. So he, yeah. he's like, "You're making fun of me," and I was like, "Yeah, like that's what we're what we're doing." And uh, so he came over and he pushed me. And again, it doesn't take much to knock me over. So I hit the ground and I. Again, I'm not the brightest person. I was like, oh, is that all you have? Like, is that all you got? And he's like, no, and I kick you too. Yeah, exactly. He hoofed me right in the oh, stomach. Oh, so, same dude that was in my homeroom that was like... Sticking up for you? Yeah, sticking up. He just happened to be coming around the corner, and uh, he told he told the guy to get out of here, pick me up. And he was like, you have to be smarter than that. And yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? What it like... Did you, he's like, I have to be smarter. He's like, yeah. You at like he's like I saw what happened. You have to be smarter. So he said, um, ambient noise. Yeah. He's like people that make fun of your obvious shortcomings are not worth your time. It was it was a it was a life lesson very early on that like people that point out flaws in other people like obvious flaws don't don't need anything. Don't really don't matter, time, right? Man. So, anyways, so chances that, are they're they're just pointing out those flaws because they have significant insecurities in themselves, right? So I mean that 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 guy, um, he's still a good friend of mine. We still we still keep in touch. And the guy that had your back in middle school, yeah, or stutter. That's cool. Or not not the stuttering. Stuttering Steve's not so much your friend anymore. No, I I don't know what's <laughs> happened to him. But, oh, I didn't mean to go with the Steve thing. That's uh, yeah. It just happened around with her fit with stutter. And I mean, I guess, I guess that experience in middle school kind of shaped a lot of who I am sure. still now, right? Yep. Like, so I, I don't know if that really answers your... your yeah, no, sure. I mean, I, I know what uh, what my own experience had looked like, and you have to build... Uh, you got to build resilience somehow, man. You got to literally learn how to get back up. And, and I mean, you more than me, but we, we know a thing or two about falling down and how to... How to pick yourself back up, and that's where we, uh, that's where we learn from. So I, I figured you had a, a story there that you could share around that. Uh, fast forward a bit, you, uh, you finish, you finish high school, and uh, you go to college, and I know you were as in you went to college. Yeah, was it you were a college, you're a college graduate, right? Wow. Mm-hmm. You're a highly educated individual. So at that time, it was was it small business, small business management. Yeah. Um, um, our dad had been doing uh, the HCBA Hamilton Challenger Baseball uh, year-end videos for. Um, it's a baseball organization mm-hmm. we volunteer with. Uh, Chad and I both played, 
but uh, he had been doing that, and uh, I just saw. Uh, to be honest, I saw a way that we could we could make it better and uh, improve on the the video. So he said, "If this is something you want to do, you at least have to have to go to school." So uh, I learned the business sides of everything at Mohawk, and then um, video production and media side. I just kind of sat in front of our family computer and after everybody went to bed I was I was learning how to video video edit and uh, make stuff look good so yeah I uh, turned that into a small business for a little while still do a little bit of media but not a ton and uh, yeah so then you go from there into now being in the uh, world of training and physical fitness and so at what point did uh, at what point did you and I mean I've known you for long enough to know how important working out is to you you have more dedication than anyone that I know when it comes to that kind of stuff so at what point did that become a primary focus of yours um, to probably 20 2013 2014 I think um, I've always worked out but I've never up until then I never like trained specifically to uh, for endurance or for strength. I would exercise to stay fit, but I wouldn't. I didn't have the knowledge behind to be like, okay, if I do this, mm. then I will get quicker, or if I do this, I will get strong. Like you know what I mean? Gosh, I remember being about nineteen uh, from the time I was say 18 19 20 that that sort of years those i spent so many nights uh in that basement up playing hanging out with andy uh and to a lesser extent steve hanging out in in, in your place and uh and and playing video games till all hours of the night and then it just became you want to sleep on the couch and i would sleep on a couch and uh i have the most vivid memories of hearing andy in the morning in the basement at the home gym, I'm sleeping on the couch. I'm out cold, and I because he's on the rowing machine, right? Or he's cranking the weights. We were both heavy into sledge hockey at the time, so he would log hours on that stinking rowing machine, just trying to build endurance for. Now only one of you is heavy. Yeah, it's that, and I'm a whole kind of different heavy now. <laughs> well, I'm much wider than I used to be, though. So there's that. To backtrack a little bit, yeah, I, I think. Um, I started working out heavier when we started when I started getting serious about sledge hockey. Um, yeah, it was high school. Yeah, so, um, but before that, um, my uncle coached a rep baseball team, and uh, again, this shapes a lot of who I am. I only ever, um, not only ever, but I, I grew up around able-bodied baseball, right where. Um, you would try out, you'd get cut. Um, if you weren't playing well, you'd get benched, right? And that was the environment I grew up in. So, when you mean everyone didn't get a medal in the trophy? Well, it was rep. It was rep. It was. It rep. wasn't even just like it wasn't just able body. It was rep baseball. Yeah, like it was competitive we, stuff. We yeah, would, yeah. we we traveled like all over Southern Ontario, right? And Hamilton Cardinals, right? Uh, the Cobras. Oh, the Cobras. Eh? But um, starts with the C. Nice. Well yeah, done. you were you were very close, and and it, it was amazing for me because even though I was just the Bat Boy, I was part of the team. Like I got a uniform, and um, if they ever needed extra water, um, no, if they ever needed extra, he wasn't a water boy. He was a Bat Boy. <laughs> so. 
But if they ever needed an extra, uh, if they ever needed an extra body to do a drill, I I was like I was the one that would do it, right? So, um, so I would sit with my uncle and the other coaches, and we would dissect the game. I, I like, I don't know, eleven or twelve years old. I'm learning, I'm learning baseball, right? Um, high school, I found sledge hockey. You'd been playing for a little while, yeah, and. Uh, can I interject a story about the frugalness of our mother in sledge hockey? Yeah, sure, why not? I think Andy tells it better, but um, because sledge hockey is a, is a very interesting sport where able-bodied and disabled-bodied are differently able-bodied. Oh gosh, just say different persons with a difference of ability. Fine, I don't disabled think people. Yeah, <laughs> wheelchair people is what I call the handicapped. We'll we'll the, tell that story another time. Yes, that uh, could be an outside moment. No, that was my offside. Okay. So. <laughs> Anyways, uh, our mother uh, figured, because again, uh, there's four of us, one job. Uh, she's like, oh, you guys can play together and share pads. <sighs> what could go wrong? Yeah, I think that lasted for one practice, and uh, Steve was just like, I'm out. He didn't even do it. Yeah. So, anyways, like... Challenger Baseball, I played for a long time, and it took us a long time to get a competitive team because guys like me were like, this is this is boring. So we finally... You have to remember about um, Challenger Baseball. It's all types of uh, disabilities. There's mental disabilities and physical disabilities. Yes, of course. Well, right? a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of developmental disabilities. Yeah, and, yeah, and I mean, uh, looking back now, they probably didn't have the numbers to have... Uh, competitive teams. But I mean, even to try team. out, right? Like, yeah. The, like, to have tryouts and to have uh, people saying you're not good enough would probably yeah, yeah no, be aware it, of that as well. And right? to your point, Chad started playing yeah. uh, a lot later than I did. And I was like, come, just, I had to talk him into it. Yeah. And it, was, it, and it was a tough sell, yeah. Yeah, and he, he's like, I'm not a baseball player. Yeah. And I was like, you don't have to be, you just have to be athletic. And I remember um, there, was a, there was one guy that had been in the league since it started. And he was in it. <laughs> He was in a chair. He's still there. He was in a chair, just like Chad. And we had, at the time, we had um, we had rep tryouts, and uh, the 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 one gentleman got cut, and Chad made the team, and uh, he, um, he was not happy. He was not happy. He went no. to the coach and said, "How come Chad made the team?" And the the coach listed out this, this, and this. Yeah, yeah. And, and that wasn't enough, so I was captaining the team at the time. He came to me and said, why did Chad make the team? And I didn't. Yeah. I want a solid answer. To be fair, I think he probably thought, I mean, he would have known that we were, you know, very close to best friends at the time, too. So it looks like you just got your friend on the team as a walk-on, metaphorically speaking. Maybe, maybe, but me being the uh, blunt, not so... Yeah, uh, yeah. That's you, um, Richard. Yeah. So I said, I, I just said, look, man, take a baseball. Chad, take a baseball. Throw, throw the baseball. <laughs> Chad would throw the baseball farther. Okay. So Chad won other gentleman zero. Okay. <laughs> that's the first thing. Other Se- gentleman. No. So that's the first thing. Second thing. Chad, start at home plate. Other gentlemen, start at home plate. Who gets the first base quicker? Chad. Okay. <laughs> Do nothing right now. <laughs> Third, we'll set up a tee. Chad, how far can you hit the ball? Out of the out of the infield. Yeah. 
Other um, gentlemen. Other gentlemen. Yeah, we got to stay consistent. <laughs> other gentlemen. Other gentlemen goes past the pitcher's mat. I was like, how far do you want to do that? Like, well, he doesn't know. The I just, pl- I just want to clarify for the internet too that eventually I stopped hitting off a tee. Because eventually, <laughs> no, that was that was for demonstration. I know, I know, for demonstration for purposes only. But here, but, hit the ball. But I legit did that because he didn't understand. And I was like, at the end of the day, Chad is better. If Chad gets the spot. Doesn't matter if it's Chad. Doesn't matter. Like, or uh, yeah, and, and, and Bob over here. Yeah, and perhaps that is a, a tough lesson to learn. I mean, you talked about your experience growing up in competitive sports. Uh, sledge hockey is a much more competitive environment than the baseball was at the time, and that's why I wanted nothing to do with baseball at the time. And, and may, the maybe that was a hard lesson to learn. The that, fact that baseball is just boring. I guess the point is I don't approach anything like, oh, I'm, I'm disabled, so this has to be made easier. Yeah. Oh man, and it, I mean, oh, the second you've done that, you have made it way worse on yourself. Yeah, and it, I, it's a, worse or better? No, how is that any better? So oh, you, you get know. pity. Yeah, who needs that? I don't need that. Does it? I don't. That's I get fired up with that stuff, man. It's not. We're not. I don't. I'm sure people ask that. And I, I, I don't have a chip on my shoulder about being treated differently or anything like that. But I mean. Man, if you are looking for handouts, and I mean the whole idea of this podcast is no excuses, right? Um, if you're looking for handouts, go away. All right, so uh, Andy's been Andy's been chatting at us for a bit, and um, and I think we might have him. We, I think we just might have him continue next week because uh, there's too much to just wrap into one. Uh, first two parter. Yeah, we could do it. I'm yes. game. I'm game if you are. Uh, but we are almost out of time for today, uh, and we haven't had our offside moment. So I'm gonna throw it. It's been all about Andy tonight. So we'll throw it back to Andy for uh, a great story uh, coming out of the gym. You you had a moment, and so share with our audience uh, this week's offside moment. So as we've established, I like to go to the gym early, and um, I'm not gonna say a big reason why is it is because nobody's there, but I definitely enjoy just going in and getting out as quick as I can and not uh, I, I don't like to interact with people just because that's not why I'm there right so mm-hmm. um, anyways one time one time when I went a little later um, the de- the gym was definitely a, a little busier and uh, I'm walking out I finished my workout and as I'm getting close to my car I hear um, Andy Dang. yeah with a with a question mark and I turned and I, I hear it again and so I make my way back to the gentleman and uh, we have a little bit of a conversation he was a friend of the family and at the end of it he says man it was really great to see you I'm glad I'm glad we got to connect but he's like but I never would have recognized you if I hadn't seen you walking <laughs> and I was just and honestly, without, without even, uh, without even hesitating, I was like, "Oh man, I just, I wish I would have brought my wheelchair today, right?" <laughs> and then you wouldn't have known it was me, right? So, he he didn't appreciate the humor in that, but I I just I don't. To be, to be fair, you might not have appreciated the. Uh, I knew it was you from a mile away because I saw your swagger. Yeah. I don't know. All right, guys, thanks so much for tuning in tonight. This is part one of Andy's story on the No Excuses podcast. Chad, Andy, and Steve saying see you later.